Hello, and welcome to The Unique CPA. I'm your host, Randy Crabtree. Our goal is to keep you in the forefront of the changing face of public accounting by having conversations with fascinating leaders and bringing you their stories, insight, and advice. This podcast is brought to you by Trimerit, the technical leaders in specialty tax services. Today, our guest is David Bergstein. David is a cloud evangelist for Intuit's accountant group. Uh, he's been in the accounting profession since graduating from college in 1969. He is a CPA. He has a master's in taxation. He's held positions at three top accounting software providers uh, for the last, well, he can tell you how long that is. He, he started his career in public accounting, also worked for the IRS. He's been a college professor. Some interesting things about David. He is an avid blogger. Uh, he's active both on LinkedIn and Twitter, very active to the point where he was named by Avalara one of the top 100 social media leaderboard for 2018. He's been listed on Accounting Today's top 100 most influential people two times in 2015 and 2017. He has won the Brand Ambassador Award from Enterprise Worldwide in 2012. In 2011, he was the recipient of the On Edge Innovation Award from Leading Edge Alliance, a, a group of CPA firms. He has been named one of the top accounting executives, top 15 accounting executives all time by Val Steed, the CEO at K2 Enterprises. David's an avid speaker at many events. I've seen him speak before. I, I've, I've had the good fortune of being with him at many events, and, and he's a, people I always look forward to hear him speak. He's a big on technology topics. He's part of the Florida Institute of CPAs uh, business technology section. I can go on and on. David, I'm going to let you talk. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. From my remote location of Towson, Maryland, uh, where I just participated in the uh, Maryland Association of CPAs uh, CPA Summit, uh, which has been an interesting three days here in Maryland. Uh, and uh, I am glad that you uh, have me on. Uh, I think I have an interesting and varied background. What you're really saying with that introduction is I'm very, very old. Uh, but... You have been around uh, a while. I mean, graduated in 1969. Uh, uh, that was seven years after I was born. I, I, you know, I feel I'm old at 57. So you obviously have a few years on me. But the interesting part of that is, you are this technology guru. You're 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 obviously known for your technology background. You know, topics that you spoke on, topics that you uh, that you uh, write about. I graduated. From college with a not a, I'm a CPA, but I also graduated with a computer science degree. I can't keep up with technology. Uh, again, we mentioned that you've got a few years on me. I know you're in your 70s. How are you at in the 70s? This 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 guru of technology in the accounting profession. How did that happen, and how do you keep up on it? Well, it must have been all that good living in the 60s that I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, taking me to be 70. But I, I like to say I'm a millennial in a baby boomer's body. Yeah, I, I enjoy what I do. I have fun. And, uh, you know, it, it's been an interesting ride. I, I, I didn't really know what I grew up to be. I wanted to be an FBI agent. 
So in the old, old days, you had to be a CPA or attorney to be an FBI agent. Uh, and I went for the test, but I didn't have the eyes. Uh, and that's why I became an IRS agent. So I think I've done everything there is to do in accounting. Uh, I like to think of myself now more as a coach to help other people. I, I, I work with a lot of uh, people in the profession. They call me for advice. I help them uh, with different things. And technologist seems to come uh, naturally. I had that first $1,500 Panasonic cell phone when it came out. And uh, the other day I was uh, throwing away my old Siemens Microsoft Pocket PC, uh, my original Motorola. Just it's fun to keep up with technology. Uh, and that's why I have a good time hanging out with the top 40, under 40 most of the time, because uh, they keep me alive. It's just accounting is one of the best professions. You don't really think about it. You think debits, credits, numbers. I'm teaching a college accounting class at Valencia College right now. And the students come in, none of them want to be accounts, finance majors. They want to be in marketing, international business. So I say, well, what are you going to do with that? Yeah, I said, you got to know accounting. It's the language of business. Every decision you make relates to that. I always sit them up in the first class with, uh, you know, uh, do you want to go out with someone that doesn't have any working capital? Uh, you, you know, are you looking to go out on a date with someone who's not solvent? It's all about accounting. So uh, I, get, I get them interested and change their minds. Well, you're definitely a, an ambassador, not only for technology and accounting and accounting in general. But, you know, I wouldn't mind going through your background starting, you graduated in 1969. Did you start in public accounting? I know you worked for the IRS as well. How did your career begin? I, I think I started for a small public accounting firm in New York City uh, in the heart of the financial district. Went on to get my master's in tax and then applied for a job. Like I said, I wanted to be an FBI agent. Didn't work out. Worked for IRS for seven years, where I was a revenue agent, uh, a trainer. Uh, I, I ended up um, as chief of technical at what was then called the Holtzville Service Center. So uh, always got involved with technology and the way things were changing. Had some interesting times at IRS with some interesting people. M most of them had great accountants, so I learned a lot about Actually, uh, your tax specialty items are always good items on a tax return yeah. for people to look at. And, and today, you know, even though it's all about technology, it's the technology tools that allow you to be more efficient and help your clients more. But everyone still needs those specialty skills or, you know, and it's not a plug for you per se, <laughs> but they need to know about credits. They need to know about all these different things to save their clients money. That technology is not replaced yet. So you still have to have the skills there. But after IRS, uh, I was a college professor, opened up my own accounting practice, uh, partnered with someone else for a while. And then uh, this thing came along, computerized tax preparation. Uh, it was a company called Fast Tax, CLR in Carrollton, Texas. And that's changed my life. Just going to the interviews, the psych evaluations, and from there, it was just amazing. Fast Tax CLR got bought by Thompson, so I did a little PPC, a little Thompson, and it's an incestuous community. The people you work with, some went to CCH, so I ended over there for about 13 years. In between a couple of other things, accountant's world on the small side, 
Sounds like it jumped around, but then you got to realize as a millennial and a baby boomer's body, 10 years <laughs> here, 15 years here, different jobs. Uh, so it's been interesting, met a lot of interesting people. I advise people to really look at accounting now. You have to have what you have, a computer background, and it's not about the numbers, debits and credits. It's about advisory services. It's about using the cloud and mobility. And you, uh, I think I'm going to Digital CPA next week for the, the Maryland Society here. They talked about the, the, the trends. It's all about big data, artificial intelligence, robotic process automation. Everything we do as an accountant can almost be automated so that probably three years from now, we'll all be sitting in front of screens and looking at red, green, and yellow ratios, numbers, metrics coming up and giving our clients advice because the truth about it, and I tell the first year class this, you know, what you want to be able to do is get these numbers and then sit down and advise someone, not just about wealth management, it's financial literacy. There's a lot of people uh, that are out there that don't know how to financially take care of themselves. One of the great things about Intuit, uh, the mission is to power prosperity around the world. And the company believes in it, I believe in it, it's helping other people achieve uh, success. There's a lot of people that go to bed without paychecks uh, th that last a week. If you have a good accountant, and I used to do the VITA program, it help a lot of people. So I love working for Intuit. It's made me younger. And, and you've been there, what, like six or seven years now? I'm going on my sixth year. Sixth when year. Uh, my former boss at CCH went over there and said, you want to come over? I said, no, I'll retire at Walter's Core. Then I said, what the heck? And, you know, it's been great. I'm one of the older young people there. But, uh, <laughs> well, it's, uh, it, it's definitely, uh, I think, played to your, uh, your uh, passion and the technology end of things. I mean, I, I've, I've seen a lot of things that they're doing and, and I've seen, and I am by no means an expert, just that all that automation. And, and I've talked to people in the past where, I mean, you don't even have to do accounting anymore. And I think that's what you were just referring to. It's just all, you know, the bank comes in, the credit card comes in, the, 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 the loan payment, whatever comes in. And it's just a matter of more being an advisor, which I think I read somewhere that, that you had mentioned that uh, CPA firms are, you know, maybe rebranding or, or re-identifying themselves as more that advisory firm and not the CPA firm. And that the only reason they are a CPA firm is from the audit end of things. Is that, is that something I had heard you talk about? Well, I'm a big believer that if you look at all the top firms and even the smaller ones now, uh, they're all about professional services. Accounting is something every business needs, but they're out there doing all sorts of advisory services, whether it be merger acquisitions, whether it be long-term long strategy, human resources, it's, uh, specialty services. So businesses want to be, and I use the same words all the time, it doesn't change. Businesses and people want to be more liquid, solvent, and profitable. Accountants are great advisors. They do compliance work, but anybody can do compliance work at this point in time. Yep. Yep. So, so for CPA firms, then in general, let's 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 get into the more of the technology and the things. Do you feel? I mean, obviously, I would assume the larger firms that have more, you know, resources to spend on technology and and people to invest in technology, but. Do you think there's a shortage? Do you think firms are, are, are behind with the technology or are people doing a pretty good job of keeping up and, and, and being ahead of the game? Interesting question and real diverse answer. Some of the firms, the large firms get it, but 
you know, you, I'll use the analogy. If you're on a Royal Caribbean top of the line ship and you have to make a turn, it takes a while. If you're in a motorboat, you can do it on a dime. So smaller firms are more adapt at adopting technology. And that's why we're seeing a lot of mergers of non-CPA firms being bought by CPA firms where they have the technology and tools in place. The one big thing about being a CPA is you're the only ones that can do the audit. And that's really a fiduciary responsibility. You're not really doing the audit for the company. You're doing the audit for the public. You have to remember that because those are the people that are relying on the financial statements. That's going to stay, and and even that's changing with blockchains and new tools. But to do all the non-attest services, take advantage of technology. And large firms, I, I can mention a few, but I'd rather not embarrass anybody by saying it. But we, we know that when you look at these firms and you read uh, things like, I, I'm a big believer in reading accounting today, CPA practice advisor, international accountant bullet, and uh, inside public, public accounting to see what's going on. You get some great ideas and great insights. So. The bigger firms are going to get bigger. Uh, the smaller firms are always going to be there because the one thing about this world, there's millions of small to medium businesses that need advice. They need compliance, but what's going to make them more successful is if the accounting firm renders advisory services to help them. Because businesses that don't have an accountant generally fail in the first five years. Those that have people who know accounting last longer and sometimes really prosper. So I'm really a commercial to be a CPA, uh, but not be a dull accountant that just does debits and credits. Right. Right. No, I see that. I see that's where the, uh, the business is going as well. And, and, and from that standpoint there, there is, I mean, everybody I talk to is having an issue finding good people to work in public accounting, finding people to stay in public accounting, keeping them engaged. And, and the ones that are being successful are doing things different. They're more probably technology. They're more, they're more, you know, they're just, you know, I guess the word millennials used a lot, but they're, they're doing things that the millennials like, you know, the, being involved with the community and, and giving back and, and, you know, being able to work from home. And, and I'm assuming that technology can be an aspect to draw people in too, if you can, you know, I mean, you can work all around the world right now and, and do your job. And I you know, don't know if that's good or bad, but that's probably good. Uh, you know, obviously Uh-oh. you and I are, you and I are talking to each other, looking at each other, sitting at our computers in two different states right now in two different hotel rooms. So yeah, technology allows you to do a lot. And, and that's the change. And, you know, I, I, I don't like to use the word millennial, even though I say I'm a millennial and a baby right. loses body. Everybody's got hopes, dreams, and aspirations. And and you're looking for some way to provide for your family. And when you look at being a certified public accountant, not just an accountant, you get that status of most trusted advisor, rigorous ethics to follow. It makes all the difference when people come to you for advice to help them. So uh, it's it's, it's a great time to be here. And when you talk about the technology and having a hard time finding people, uh, we're really a diverse world. And uh, a a lot more accounting firms in the U.S. are reaching out and creating offices in India, which has a plethora of qualified charter accountants. And they're not just outsourcing. They're becoming employees, which makes you part of the same family because they're going to be remote like you and me and talk to each other. So now we're part of the same company. We're really not remote. 
if we met like this once a week, uh, you know, we'd be working together. And then I recommend a lot of account, accounting firms go to the colleges. They say they don't want people that don't have four-year degrees, but find these people who have technology and an interest in accounting, make them interns. They'll help shape you, make them, make them the champions to do things differently. Because uh, probably 12 years ago, I bet you didn't have a cell phone in your hand. Right. Uh, when you think about it, and now you can't live without it. Right. This is the changes in the world. Yeah, and I and, and from that standpoint, what you just said, I I've talked to many firms that they're not even looking. I mean, they are looking to hire people with accounting degrees, but it doesn't have to be. They're looking for and technology is one of the key areas they're looking to hire. And in fact, one of the the uh, podcast interviews I'm going to do with a managing partner down the road. I mean, I don't know what percentage of their business, but it's you know fifty percent of their business is based around technology, if not more. Um, and so they're, they're that firm that you're talking about that are not, you know, the CPA firm, they are a CPA firm, but they're, they're getting into, uh, all that other areas that they can advise and help, uh, businesses be successful and grow. I want, I want to, uh, segue a little bit from that now. And I, I just, this is very interesting to me again. Uh, you, you know, I think we established that you're, you've been in the business for a while. You have been named what was it? One of the top social media uh, people in the, in the accounting profession through LinkedIn, through your Twitter, and through your blogging. How how did social media uh, become uh, such a, a a key aspect for you or in business? I guess my uh, girlfriend's a, a unique social person. She's probably on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and that's how she gets her news. That's how she reads. So. I'll, I'll probably give her credit because if I have to talk to her, she'll send me a text message uh, or uh, FaceTime me across the board. So she's got me into it. And, you know, even Avalara was running contests. So I was in their top group for a couple of quarters because I guess I'm competitive also. Uh -huh. When I see someone having a contest, I'll enter it. Um, that, that's the Brooklyn in me. You know, you think about what you do. Do you want to sit at a desk? and do bank reconciliations or do you want to be in front of people and tell them how they can take their information that was automated into the computer system even just doing a tax return because i really started in taxes it's not about here's your tax return i saved you money you don't really save anybody money you just know what the laws are and you try to use the unique situations when someone says they're getting back a fifty thousand dollar refund Really, the accountant's probably screwed up unless it's something special because you don't want them to have the government to have your money that long. Right, you want to right. break even or just pay them a little. You know, yeah. Hopefully, you know, your goal is to talk to interesting people. Uh, hopefully, I'm a little interesting, but hopefully we inspire other people to go to great lengths to be successful. The nice thing about what you're doing and talking to, you know, I, go to, I probably go to more meetings than anybody goes to. I sit in in all the sessions. Everyone is always a consultant. I don't know all the answers, but I learn from everybody else. Everyone's always preaching to everyone else what they should do to grow their firm. And the bottom line is I meet a lot of smart CPAs, a lot of smart non-CPAs, technology people. They all have the wherewithal, but the, I, the idea is you have to take the chance and make the time to change what you're doing. We're in a very disruptive world right now. And everybody could be successful if they plan a little. You really got to have a strategic plan and you got to execute it. Everyone goes to these meetings to get pumped up about what's happening and change. But then if you go back to the same thing, nothing changes. 
You have to take the time, make the changes. Uh, and, and accounting is fun and helping people is fun. And it's, it's a great life. I agree. I, I love this profession. I guess I, uh, you know, I've been around, I was in public accounting until 2006, straight public accounting. And then when we started Trimerit in 2007, that's where I, I got into more of the specialty area. But I love the profession. I always have. I think it's great. You're interacting with people. And, and even since changing uh, to specialty taxes, I get to go out and meet people like you, go to these conferences, see how everybody's doing things the same or different or better and it's just it's inspiring and 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 i'm gonna plug you for a second but you inspired me and you have and i don't know if i've ever told you this but one of the first conferences i was ever at i i met you and from day one it was like this guy knows what he's doing this guy's got it down and we are you and i we provide services for cpa firms that uh, services and products um people aren't always receptive to you know talk about what you're doing, talk about your products. And once they do, they, you know, once you can educate them and that's what I, the key with, I feel you is, and that's what I wanted to learn from you was that education side. Cause people just, they, there was never anybody that was not receptive to talk to you. And that was what impressed me from the first time we met 12 years ago or whenever it was. So, so uh, you've been a, uh, an inspiration to me, whether you know it or not. And I appreciate that. And uh, when we started this podcast, you were one of the first names that uh, that came into my mind that I wanted to talk to. So I, I appreciate you uh, uh, doing this. Is there any key thing that, that I missed that you would like to uh, add on to? Enjoy what you're doing if you want to be successful and happy. And if you're not happy, change what you're doing. And whatever field you're in, in this field, read and keep abreast of what's going on with technology. If you stand still, you fall behind. If you fall behind, you're out of the picture. The only other thing, you know, we didn't cover is that I have a real passion for uh, pickleball. I was going to ask you about pickleball. So tell me about your pickleball skills. Okay. You know, I've always grown up playing paddle or racket sports and the fastest growing sport right now for everyone out there. If you're an accountant, give up golf. Pickleball is what... Fit, unfit golf, I should say, pickleball is what fit golfers should do. If you, if you can't run around, play golf. But if you're fit and in shape, play pickleball. Fastest growing fun sport. I gave up rollerblading for it. So uh, <laughs> it, was, it was time to throw in the blades. So maybe you could start a new sport, rollerblading pickleball. It sounds a little dangerous to the ankles but in the wrist. But uh, so, so is there pickleball leagues you're part of? How do you get into it? I mean, what, where do you play pickleball? Uh, interesting. It, it, it's popping up all over the United States right now. It really started in uh, Washington State. Uh, if you're in over 55 community, the pickleball players are taking over the tennis courts. Uh, you, all of the over 55 communities only used to have tennis courts. Uh, then the people got rotator cuff problems and started playing pickleball. And now pickleball, where there was a tennis court, there's two pickleball courts taking its place. And there is actually a championship in Naples, Florida. I think Margaritaville sponsors it uh, every year. There's a couple of pickleball tournaments around the world, but uh, mainly U.S. Huh, so my- check it out. My brother-in-law is CEO of the company that owns Margaritaville, so I should—I uh, guess I should talk to him and uh, and uh, see if I can go get a ticket to the pickleball championships. Are you going to be there? 
Well, now I know I get a free ticket to Naples. Check with Naples. I, I got a group of about 10. Give me a discount and we'll, uh, we'll talk. I'll talk to him. He actually lives in Orlando, and I'm in Orlando today. I'm going to see him today, so that'll be a topic that we uh, we bring up, and I'll get back to you on that. On that. Uh, okay. I, I thank you for having me. Hopefully, uh, helped inspire some people uh, to, to change what they do in accounting because it's a great profession. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being on here, and and before I wrap it up. Obviously, we've uh, established the fact that you're out there many places. How can people follow you, see you, watch you? Uh, what's the best way? Uh, they can uh, follow me on Twitter at David Bergstein CPA or on LinkedIn, David Bergstein. My uh, Intuit email is David underscore Bergstein at Intuit.com. I'm here to help people. If I can help you, uh, that's what I'd like to do. And uh, that, that's my mission at this point in time. I'm and past the time where I have to worry about things, even though I worry. Now I want to help people. You have threatened to retire at some point in time. I want you around for a while. I know, uh, uh, do you think uh, you've got some few years left before you stop? I can't imagine you ever stopping, but just wondering. Uh, as long as there's something interesting to keep my attention and something to do that I can educate and help someone, I'm here. Well, that doesn't mean I work crazy. I still go on vacations and I still have fun uh, and I still enjoy my kids and grandkids. Well, I hope you're around at these conferences for a while because they'd be a lot less fun if you're not there. So, so I'm looking forward to that. Well, I would like to thank everybody for joining us today. I'd like to thank David, especially. This has been a great, uh, a great conversation. If nothing else, if I get uh, enjoyment out of these podcasts, I'm thrilled. So thank you for that. Uh, you can find all our show notes and about today's episode and links at theuniquecpa.com. You can see more about Trimerit on there. Uh, remember to subscribe and join us for our next episode where we'll be going beyond compliance, forging new pathways of delivering value to your clients, diversifying your revenue streams, and discussing leading-edge management styles.